have. What y'all wanna do? Wanna be ballers, shot callers, brawlers. Who be dipping in the bins with the spoilers? On the low from the Jake and the Taurus. Trying to get my hands on some grants like Horace. Yeah, living the raw deal. Three course meal, spaghetti, fettuccine, and veal. But still, everything's real in the field. And what you can't have now, leave when you will. But don't knock me for trying to bury seven zeros. And Rio de Janeiro ain't nobody's hero, but I want to be heard on your hot 97 every day. That's my word. Swimming in women with their own condominiums, five plus fives who drive millenniums. It's all about the Benjamins. What I get a 50 pound bag of oomph for the mutts, five carrots on my hands with the cuts, and something you want to be chromed out with the clutch. Drinking more liquor, driving a broke bigger. I'm with most sippers, watched by gold diggers. Rocking Bajor denims with gold zippers. Lost your touch, we kept owls. Popping crystals, freaking the three-quarter reptiles. Enormous cream, forest green. Binge G for my team, so while you sleep, I'm a scheme. You see through, so why nobody never gonna believe you. You should do what we do, stack chips like... Don't let the melody intrigue you, cause I leave you, I'm only here for that green paper with I'm the I'm strictly trying to cop those, colossal size Picassos, and have pop and flip coke outside Delgado's, the end job, with cash flowing like Sosa, and the Latin chick transporting in a chocha, stampeding over pop modes, never sober, flexing rainbows, dealing weight by Minnesota, avoiding arcs with camcorders and Chevy Novas, stash in the building with this chick named Malona, from Daytona, when I was young I want the boner, but now I'm Chicks who win beauty passions, tricking and taking me skin at the Aspen's, uh, gangster mentality, stay poppin' crystal, pack a black pistol and the act coupe the soft brown, pinky ringin', gondolas with the man singing, Italian music down the river with your chick clinging to my bizzles, player you mad for, actin' hard when you was pussy as RuPaul's. Uh-huh. 
All about the Benjamin spirit. <laughs> All about the Benjamin spirit. <laughs> and that's a cash money, baby. Yo, no. <laughs> Hey, I just want to say this real quick before I, before I introduce everything. I know why I love hip-hop so much, man. I know why I love it even more as I get older. It's so funny how you will rap a whole song when you were adolescent, but when you get to, like, 25, 27, you actually know the definition of what they, you know, what they were saying. Like, right. when Biggie was, like, kicked in your asshole undercover, Donnie Brasco, like... I, I didn't even know who Donnie Brasco was when I was rapping that shit. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> At all. That's crazy. No, I, saw, I, saw, I saw that, that, I saw that crazy. movie back then, though. You saw it back then? See, I ain't see it back then. That's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. I'm like, Donnie Brasco. Instead of some pair of jeans or something? Kicking the asshole. Yeah, yeah I was, I was big on the mafia. Yeah. I was big on yeah. the mafia. Yes, sir. So you at the best time of the night. It's educated ignorance, and it's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's your boy, Red Bull, Jay Hopper. Yeah. My favorite DJ. Best DJ in the world. DJ Honey B, let's go. Uh-oh. Aw, yay. So, speaking of DJing um, and music and hip-hop, I did a gig <laughs> last weekend uh, that I had, to, I had to play, like, I felt like, well, I don't know what they really wanted to hear, but I felt like from the previous visit that they wanted to hear like trap music. And I was really lost when I was DJing. I didn't I, I really honestly to pour this out to you all, I did not feel like I did a good job. Uh <laughs> because I'm not used to really like spending all of that. And then I was I you know, I always wanted to educate back to the old like um early two thousands. I kinda right. wanted to do nineties, yeah, but I didn't do it. And I cut and then living in Texas, I didn't I couldn't really do East Coast, and that's my thing. So, yeah. right. that was kind of, you know what I'm saying? I would have like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, Tripped up, fofos. Uh, no, fofos, say that. Yeah. Oh, chop his screw looking ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I want to visit Houston just so I could just turn their radio station on so I could see what music they listen to. Do they listen to the same? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, every like popular the, uh, song. You know, I got a lot of people in Atlanta. Jay from Atlanta. And everybody always tell me, like, yo, Atlanta play they motherfucking people. If you from Atlanta and you got a hot song, they will play your shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's the same way in Philly. They, they play the shit out of Philly niggas in Philly, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same way. Houston, same thing. Slim and that's cool. So, you know. um, B-King. Like, Drift yeah, up, all the <laughs> yeah. Hey, what happened to Chameleon and uh, Paul Wall and them, and them dudes? Chameleon there doing his thing, yo. He he do his thing mm-hmm. in like the technology world. Yeah. Oh yeah. Paul I did hear about that. I did hear about that. Paul Wall too. Yeah, he Paul Wall doing his thing too. Oh, Paul Wall. He still do girls and shit. Uh, I don't think he does girls anymore, but <laughs> I know he's out, like, and about in the city. Now call up to Julie's store and tell him, can you? Uh, he's married. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, I see Slim Thug out and about. Bad, uh, Trader Truth is always out. Um, uh, what's his Slim dude Thug. from Rap-A-Lot? Rap-A-Lot Records. Um, I can't think of his name right now. Jay Prince Jr. is always out. Um, Jay Prince. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
it's not uh, the same. Just like any city, I don't think it's like the same. Any like Houston ain't the same as it was in real Houston, um, New York, you know, DC. Like there's, it's just not the same. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So moving on. So what's going on in the world? Yesterday, I seen the ball headed curve. So I'm just wondering where um, <laughs> these allegations, all these sexual assault allegations are coming from. I'm just like, Russell Simmons, really? He got out of there. Wow. He's like, yo, he said, I'm not, I'm not entertaining that. I'm out. <laughs> I'm just like, it's just, I don't know. It just feels weird. Have y'all thought about it? Like, everybody's coming out. I'm, and why I'm would sort of, you? I'm, I'm confused about because I'm confused. I, I, I'm confused because it's like this. I know why they're doing it. The reason why they're doing it is because they were probably promised something and they never got it. You know what I mean? That's just basically what I see. You know what I mean? But I also do know that men in power do feel like they can just do whatever. You know what I mean? For Touch sure. You, tease you, whatever. You know what I mean? I know that. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I'm not going to give any uh, stone cold situations where I, you know, I'm not going to put nobody out there like that. But I, I've seen people that think that they're powerful and I think that they run things feel like they can, you know, do anything to any female, especially like the pretty one or the the, the one that got a nice body or whatever. They they always like flirting and, you know, real touchy feely and talkative with that person. So, you know, it it, it is what it is. But at, at, at the end of the day, you know, women stop, stop waiting so long to come out. Like, if, if somebody touched you improperly or you feel like you was disrespected or you feel like you was harassed, tell somebody. I mean, because you're not supposed to do that. But it's learned in the schools because I don't know if y'all remember when y'all was young, everybody used to try to touch the girl with the big butt, everybody used to try <laughs> to touch her butt. Yes. It's the thing that you allow at a youth. It's the thing that you allow at a youth. See, I think some women are confused. Like, they don't even know, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh they're being harassed until, like, they may have said to somebody or they may conversate with somebody else about it, like, damn, did she touch you, bitch? Oh, shit, bitch, fuck that. Like, you ain't supposed to be letting no nigga touch you if that ain't your man and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So if if that happens, then, you know, that I just feel like I'm, I have to preach that to my daughters early because, you know, you may be being touched in the sixth grade by an eighth grader and you just think, Oh, it's normal, but oh, I don't want to tell because I might get in trouble. You know what I mean? Now you're not gonna get in trouble if somebody touched you. You feel me? So yeah. that's just my my take on that shit. I uh-huh. I can understand that too, and then at the same time, it's like, you know, a lot of women might see somebody in a power powerful position that could kind of change their life, so they might come on to them a certain type of way. You know what I mean? They might initiate right. something with a dude or whatever, and it might not go right. their way or whatever, or they, they think they can sneak their way to the top and then it don't work out like that. And then they'd be like, yo, you know what? Let me put right. some charges on this dude or whatever. So it's a thin line. It's right. like, yo, right. you got, if that's, yeah, you got to really do some investigating. You know what I mean? Because I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm not saying it did happen. It's just a thin line. Like, out of nowhere, all these charges are coming. That's what I'm saying. But I, I, really feel like, I really feel like a good movie to watch, though, is Honey. You, y'all ever seen Honey? Yeah. Dance joint, Honey Daniels. Yeah, yeah, Honey. Yeah, you ever see that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. you remember I don't remember when, when she when when the ball tried to 
you remember when the when the, when the uh when the white boy tried to try to uh like kiss all up on her and shit, and she was like, yo, I thought it was business, like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Going? And then next thing you know, he like blackballed her career and all that shit. Like you know what I'm saying, like it was a storyline. Mm-hmm. What you mean you don't remember? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like don't. That. I remember seeing the movie, but I just really don't remember um the movie. Oh, okay. You want you want that? I would have to. I mean, I didn't watch. It. I mean, I watched, it came out. Didn't it come out like two thousand two? That was in high school. Endless, endless years ago. Yeah. yeah right. Years exactly. Two thousand probably. So. Yeah. That's that's yeah. I, I've I've actually yeah. It's gone on more than than we realize. But at that age though, come on, you like twenty and up, you grown. You know what's going on. You know you're being harassed. Clearly. Yeah, so let's just get straight into the topic. Um, I really want to touch on a lot of things that come with this. Black businesses, what is it going to take for us to get on top, ladies and gentlemen? What is it going to take? And we're not even... I just want, before we jump into it... Yeah. Before we jump into it, uh, prayers out to the the families out there in California, though. Prayers out to them. The wildfires. I mean, I just advise. Yeah, I, I mean, I might, I might want to think about relocating. Somebody hit me. I think they trying to burn the weed fields down on the low. Well, my, I mean, it's just a climate. <laughs> low, it's low. just a climate change. They just, I don't know what's going on. I really haven't researched it, but I mean, I mean, California is already expensive as it, as it is. Plus, you got to deal with wildfires. No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Have a good day. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, Mel, definitely shout out to them. Send the love, send the peace. Tell me that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but. I figured it out. Um, oh, so shout out to the black uh, business owner I just met yesterday. He's a co owner of a dispensary in LA. So, shout out to him. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Shout out to him. But, I know he's back here. Yeah. What would it take, though, for um, what is it going to take? for uh, back black businesses to remain open for Flourish. business. Flourish. Yeah, exactly. Right. What is it? I mean... What you think, Jay? Jay? Yeah, I was like, I already know Jay I, got a strong... I think, <laughs> strong I, angle. I think it's going to take, take like a whole destroy and rebuild, you know what I'm saying? Like, because people, people a lot of black people, they look at another black person is the enemy. You know what I mean? Like, like you ever seen a dog? Like, it it could be around humans and all that, and they'd be chilling. But then they see another dog, and he go crazy. Like, he want to get at that dog as soon as he recognize something. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, that's, that's almost like how black people are. You know what I'm saying? We see everybody else's businesses, and we go to support it. We buy it from here. We buy it from there. But the minute you see somebody that look like you in their business, it's like, yo, who we think he is? You think he better than somebody or whatever, whatever? You want to attack somebody? Now, I got a question about like you, that, Jay, real quick for you before you get in, uh, before you get into that, real quick. I want to ask you something. Is that maybe your pattern of thinking? Because I don't, I don't, I don't think, I, I don't think like that when I see a, a, a black man in business. It, it ain't, it ain't my, it ain't, it ain't my pattern of thinking. But I remember like just being younger. You know what I'm saying? It was almost like a 
a, a love yours, hate mine type of thing. You know what I mean? Everybody had that mind frame, like love yours, hate mine. And once I started getting older, once I started reading books, yo, I started changing my mind. I started looking at black people differently. You know what I mean? I started, I started to to love black people even more. You know what I mean? Because I I knew back then I used to get aggressive. I was quick to get aggressive with another black dude. Like you know, I fight him in a minute, but if I if a white boy says something, I'll pass or something like oh, whatever. You know what I mean? Right. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But it's I, I think so, it's a comfortability thing, though. You feel what I'm saying? You know what you won't get right. from another black person. You don't. You, it's the fair to unknown, so to speak. Mm. Maybe. Right. So I think, like, at the end of the day, we just gotta learn how to respect each other even more now see, than ever, no, and support each other even more. Right. So I think the respect thing is a problem because you still have people. I mean, I've been to plenty of black businesses where attitudes when you come up to the counter. Not pleasant, you know what I mean? Like, first, let's start there. Like, why can't you be pleasant? Right. I mean, That's the thing I don't I like about the customer I, I, I could say that about every other business as well. I could say that I went in, I go, I could go into a white establishment and they keeping their eyes on me, following me down hours and all that. But you know, we give them passes and be like, yo, they got some fly stuff in there. You know what I mean? Nah, I, I never nah, noticed anybody following uh, me. I, don't. Yeah, I never noticed anybody following me around in the nah. store. No, I, yeah, I was in the store. I was in the store. Uh, I was I was in the store last week, right? I was um I, I, I can't remember. I think it was like Macy's or something like that. I'm in the store. Nah, so I'm 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 try I tried on like a polo hoodie, right? Put it up. So then a, a black dude who works there. He come and start fixing things in the aisle, which is nothing over there to fix. So when I look at him, I'm watching him acting like he's fixing things, right? And he, I know he could tell I'm looking at him. So then when he finally looked at me, I said, yo, they sent you over here to watch me? He's like, oh, no, I just wanted to see if you needed any help. I said, so why you ain't say that when you first got over here? Why you acting like you're fixing something? He's like, oh, no, I was just straightening, I was just straightening this out. You know what I mean? So... That's a white establishment, but things like that go on all the time, and we give them passes and all that. I'm going to tell you some real shit. See, I think it's all about perception, because I don't have the look of a person that's about to walk in the store and steal. Like, I'm always usually going in probably off of work, professional clothes, or some jeans, and, you know, I'm looking casual. Versus, right, I, and I work in retail. Or something, right. Yeah, but I work in retail where I have profiles, especially black girls, come in, just looking ghetto, and just loud. Like, you do look at those people like, okay. I mean, I really we don't mm-hmm. care if you go to the store or not, because, I mean, I'm still getting my check. But but, but, but really, I, I, I hate people that, that, that act like they I, – I, I hate people that act like they, they made the motherfucking uh, honey mustard sauce and shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, from your not even right. your fucking job. <laughs> it ain't coming from I your I ain't telling you to steal nothing from the – I'm not. I'm not. I'm not telling you to steal nothing from the corporation. Damn, just give me another motherfucking honey mustard and shit. Like, they already. They, I got thousands of them. They already made thousands. Like them. I, 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 like I, I could walk in. I could walk into two different businesses, right? I could walk into a black establishment and say, say it's just a corner store, right? I walk in there. I don't see something I want. I could walk out and not even have a problem with walking out. But sometimes, like, you being a white, you ever been in a, a white establishment and you didn't see nothing you want, 
and you got to walk out and you're thinking like, I hope they don't think I stole something. Nah, nah, I don't. Yo, like, I don't normally, are you talking about like mom and pop shops or like a Macy's or a sporting goods store? Right. Like like anything like a mom. Yeah, I, I'm thinking of a Macy's. I was in the, I was in the, I was in the, um, I was in the Asian store, right? So I went in there and I'm thinking like, yo, I wanted to get a hair product, but while I'm looking, I'm like, yo, you know what? I don't even buy nothing from them no more. Like I ain't buy nothing from Chinese or Asian people in a while. So I'm like, so I left. I was leaving the store, but how they was looking at me, I'm like, yo, I hope they don't like. I'm like, yo, I hope they don't think I was stealing something because I walked in and I looked around and I walked back out. Like when I go into when I go in, when I go into a black when I go into a black business I don't I don't I don't feel like I have to feel like that you know what I'm saying? Well, my, see my whole thing is with that is we don't own nothing big enough for me to walk into there and feel like that any motherfucking way because I mean yeah, the say, majority of the things that I see that yeah. I, me either I, I, the biggest store that I I see that black people own is 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 like fucking food stores selling fucking chicken wings and french fries back to the hood. I don't really see no, I, I've never been in a Macy's that a, that a, that a, that a person owned, a black, a black person owned. i never been in a, the only store that I go in that, that African-Americans own in this area is DTLR. They own it. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's a black owned company if you didn't know. But, um, mm-hmm. so that's, that's one of the only stores that I go into Really, I spend my 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 money, money. Like you know, when I buy sneakers and stuff like that, I I try to spend it at DTLR because I mean I already got a bad habit, so I might as well at least spend it with them. You feel what I'm saying? If I'm going to put money in Nike pocket and all that shit. But my thing is, we don't own shit big enough any fucking way. You feel what I'm saying? And and that's and, and I know the pro- I know the problem now. I know the problem now. <gasps> When I come home and I think about the shit, I go for conveniency. So I, I was ordering the detergent from True. You feel what I'm saying? But I come to the point where every time that I need it, immediately, I have to go online and, you know, put my credit card information and do all that shit in order to order it. So if we were in more places, because I buy all uh, African American hair products and you know all that type of stuff. But if we if we had more things in Target, so to speak, because I don't even go to Walmart, I don't support that at all. But if we we if I go to Target, they don't even have no, you know what I mean? Like it ain't no it ain't nothing black in there. So I mean the only thing that's black in there is the shit that we always talk about, hair and fucking and and and, and, and cosmetic products. Like it's nothing it's nothing in there. You feel me? Will we ever get be able to get to a place like Target? Like our own? I mean, like, that all comes with support. Big, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, that, that comes with support. You got to open gotta open up one. But I'm saying, like, now, where, I'm sure it's probably that Target be? that's owned by... No. Would that be... No, nah, I mean they're yeah, probably up there at, at the top, but I mean as far as like a like an actual owner, mm-mm. we would have heard well, about it that. Is this lady, right. It is this lady in Compton. She has a she has a supermarket. Mhm. 
the name of it, but okay. I'm gonna try to find it while I'm gonna try to find it while we on 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 the show right now. But a lady, a black lady out in Compton, she owns a supermarket. Okay. Is the supermarket in, yeah. in Compton though? Yeah, it's in Compton. Okay. Mm. But how do we get on like on a bigger scale though? That's, That's what I'm saying. We we do have our businesses in a, in a neighborhood, which is dope. Which is you know, definitely the move. And I wish we had more of those. But, I mean, how can we get to the point where we're, like, manufacturing our own thing? Do, are there I any, like, black... I research and, and actually start trying to, re- trying to manufacture. I mean... When you're saying that, like, you mean, like, because all, it, it's essentially about, you know, because Macy's is just a distributor. They don't own any fucking clothing. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Um, they do All have they do have stores, their own brands. They just I don't know who makes them. They I'm sure they source it out. Right, right. But, all, but I'm all, saying like all of that. And no one's going to Macy's to look for no Macy's brand shit. Though. Right. Going to Macy's that's what to I'm... look for the the likes of the things. You know what I mean? Nike, right. so, Polo. You know. So Polo has have, Polo has their own manufacturing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where they make polo, right, right. So people purchase from polo. So that's what I'm saying. What can we have something like that on that big of a scale? Like, do you think that's even possible? Like financially? I think we. I think it's definitely possible. But one thing, one thing they gotta do is like, we gotta trust in our own people, and that's where the lines is mixed because. I don't think it's enough trust in the black community for a lot of black people to support black businesses. That's why you got to I mean, just be a businessman and just try to open up some businesses because you essentially want business from all. Just like but is it that easy to open up businesses? All. <laughs> but is it that easy? I don't think it's that easy. To just open up like as far as like not that, distribution not, not on that, that level? Scale. No, I'm just saying yeah, just to not, open up a business, period. I mean, it depends what kind of business you're trying to, trying to open. Any type of business. If you're providing a service, I mean, obviously a place where you need, uh, I'm talking about like a brick and mortar type of business where I can walk into your right. business and purchase something. That's what I'm thinking of. I mean, because I'm a business owner, but I mean, I'm a sole proprietor, so it's just me and I operate out of my house. <laughs> so, you know, that's different than a person who actually has to set up a business, come up with a business plan, get the financials, um, you know, get licenses and all of that. Right. Like that process. I mean, it's rough for that. It's rough to do that, you know, if you don't have good credit and, you know, you don't have a good business proposal, so to speak, because I know, I know, I know it's a lot of people that, that open up franchises, but still that business is still owned by someone else. You feel what I'm saying? So -hmm. do you even want to do that? Why the fuck would I want to open up a subway? Right. Yeah, when you franchise, I when you franchise it, when you franchise, it really doesn't make you like a business owner because you you more like a manager. No, you are a business owner. You are. Yeah. You just just you're just using their brand because you could open up a sandwich shop by yourself and, and get endless business. Right. So to me, to me, that really wouldn't count. To me, to me personally, I don't. I wouldn't. I can't count that. If you franchise or something like, you still under that umbrella. So you more like 
the manager of that store because it's not your name on there. You still, they yeah, still got, okay. they still got the blueprint. They still got everything lined out for you. Like, yo, this is how we want our stuff ran. Even though you franchise it out and it's yours, yours, you still got to buy by all rules and all that. So, to me, you're more like a manager on a higher standard. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, so, because you're so not, you're, you're that, not like, getting all that revenue. So basically, like, so basically, like niggas like Rick Ross. And you know Cameron and all them type of people, they 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 not doing good business, is what you're saying? Because a lot of them own a lot of franchises. They doing good business, but they still franchise. Like Rick Ross can't really, he can't change nothing about Wingstop if he wanted to change. You know what I mean? He can't take that Wingstop and call it, yo, this is, I'm taking the Wingstop name off and I'm changing that. He can't do that because he franchised it. You know what I mean? You know what Wingstop would do to him if he did that? So he does. And that's he does. What I don't understand. Why didn't he just own? He, he he's a millionaire. Why would he just own his own chicken wing job? Right. I I didn't understand right. that he, he franchised that as well. I, I don't understand that. Why are you right. franchising fucking shit in the hood when you can just open your own restaurant, like or your own right. chicken wing spot, and start trying to franchise it? Because that's right. essentially what a franchise is. It, it, it was a mom and pop shop that turned into because you have the opportunity to franchise your your business. So Subway was essentially just a sub shop, just like Chick Fil A was, you know, just a chicken joint that people went to. But they they started to notice that people wanted to own them all over, so they 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 let they let it, you know, they put it in the franchise mode basically. Uh huh. Exactly. Like, I, I don't. I don't. You do know why. that, right? You could franchise your business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But we know that's I not mean, that's, that's, And why Why wouldn't you franchise? Why wouldn't Rick Ross set up it? Because his thing is the lemon pepper thing. So why wouldn't you trademark that and run with that under your own name? And just open up your own wing spot. Open yeah, up your I, own I wing spot. Employ all the people that, um, in Miami. There you go. That's job. That like, you, like. That you provided. But another thing that I noticed, we got Dr. Dre that that did uh, Beats by Dre, and then he sells it to fucking Apple. And but really, really, he didn't sell it because it wasn't his to sell. It was Jimmy Iovine's. Mm. I heard that. I don't know the fuck. So why is he? So why is he a billionaire? Who Dre? No, it actually, actually. It, it sold for billions, right? That's just like um, the vitamin water thing, right? Vitamin water sold. No, they showed what it sold for. It didn't sell for billions. Well, Dre, Dre got a, a, a nice cut out of um, the, the Beats by Dre being sold. Them them going online and saying he was a billionaire was false. He was he not a billionaire because they still saying, like, yo, Diddy might be the first hip-hop person to, to touch a billion. You know what I mean? This was mm. after that Beats by Dre deal. Dre, Jimmy Iovine got a bulk of that money. I think Dre only owned like 10% of the Beats by Dre thing. But Jimmy Iovine also said like, you know, that they tried to take that deal to Jay-Z and Jay didn't, he turned the headphones down. But Jimmy Iovine knew he couldn't sell nothing to the hood with his name. So he they bought it to Dre 
and they they played around with some names, and then they came with Beats by Dre. And then he said from there he knew the urban community would, would jump on it because Dre name was on it rather than Iveen. Oh. So oh, Dre exactly. ain't really have no – he ain't have no big ownership in it. He just – he and just he's fake. Mm-hmm. That's just like Popeyes. Like Popeyes, you see the commercial and you see the black CEO lady when she's not the CEO. No, she is not. I never, I never thought she was the CEO. Um, we got a caller though from the nine one seven. Let's take this caller and see what they gotta gotta say about the situation. Caller from the nine one seven. You on the air? Educated, ignorant. What up, though? Peace, everybody. How y'all doing? Peace. What peace, up? Peace. What's up, dear brother? I'm good, brother. I'm good, man. Everything's good. I mean, I came in kind of late. Um, did catch the uh, the franchising part, and um, I just wanted to speak on the franchising part. Um, as far as Rick Ross franchising, or anybody who franchises, um, when you franchise, it's easier because you 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 you're coming in with the machine behind you. Um, now Rick Ross did that by on his own. He would come out of pocket, um, way more than he would come, you know, out of pocket from him franchising. So if you have a, the opportunity to own a wing stop and you could get I mean it's, it's business it's a business move. You have the opportunity to own several wing stops opposed to owning and starting up your own chicken spot, which we all know that um um rest of, the restaurant business is one of the hardest businesses to um to get off the floor because you have to generate you know, revenue every day. And people don't come to your shop every day. That's why them things don't last too long. So as far as that part, um, he had a machine behind him. All he had to do was put his face out there and say, hey, I love lemon pepper chicken wings, and he'll get every black person, every black neighborhood to go get Wingstop. And now he's, you know, caking off of, of that right there, opposed to him just going out and getting his own thing. Right. But, see, and, um, I, I, but the point of it is to have ownership, have your own, because it's still not his. It's still a wing stop. Well, I agree with that. Of course, you. Yeah. you essentially, you want to have your own. Yeah. If you could do, if you could do less work, which a lot of people they want to do, they want to do less work Obviously. for the benefits. <laughs> you want to own a franchise, so. Some people own, you know, that. Some people own some other franchises. But I, I, I heard a little bit about Cam. Now, Cam, he owns a lot in the neighborhood, but he don't put his name on it. Uh-huh. Cam invested in Harlem a lot. All through Harlem, mm-hmm. he invested in Harlem. Like mm-hmm. the um, nail shops, the uh, a lot of stuff in Harlem he invested in. But he don't put his name on it because he knows. People think, oh, Cam owned this. I ain't going there. Mm. You know, this is what, uh-huh. what he said, and a lot of people said it. Okay. So Cam is a small businessman as well, but, you know, he don't put his name on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, do you think do you think that the, uh, black businesses are going to rapidly increase as they have been? Actually increasing. I think more people are becoming more conscious of, you know, black businesses and their slowly, you know, coming away from, you know, shopping at Macy's and uh-huh. all these big stores because a lot of the, uh, the CEOs or the top brass, they're saying little stuff. So it's backfiring on them. 
So I think I think it's great that we're coming together finally after you know all these years. We're finally saying, hey, yo, f you know the, the Chinese nail shop. We're gonna open right. up our own nail shop. Exactly. You know, f you know this place. We're gonna open up our own grocery shop. Which I've right. seen on Instagram that um a lady in um in Compton opened up a shop, which is amazing. Yeah, that's a great uh, yeah, thing. I brought that up, yeah, so I, you wasn't in on when I was bringing that up. I forgot the name of it, but I was saying how the black lady, she own, she opened up a, her own supermarket, and it's a large one as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff wow. going on that, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in our communities, and um, we just have to continue to stick together. I know um, they, you know, push the narrative that, you know, black and black crime is so high and blah, 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 we're always fighting, but that's mm-hmm. really, really not true because a lot of us, we do stick together. They just don't show uh-huh. us sticking together. And when uh-huh. we do come together, um, as you can see, now we're like uh, black extremists, as they call it. Like, come mm-hmm. on. Like. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. They're wilding. They're wilding. Yeah, they're trying like, to keep it separate. That's what, all that is. You don't see, you don't see, you don't see Sue Ann marrying Muhammad. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not about to <laughs> marry know. Sue. I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry Bonkeisha. What's up? Yeah, yeah. Joy, it's so funny I'm because you know, I see um, you know, Jay Morrison. You see uh, um, Boyce Watkins. You see mm-hmm. Tori She. You see all these people mm-hmm. who've been, you know, doing great for our community, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, by just educating us on our history, on business, and you know how to become, you know, better people. You know, mm-hmm. and to me, it's been great, 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 great to me. And we need, you know, more people like them. And, you know, it's some people who, you know, try to push a divide between all of them um, and say, hey, you know, this person's taking money, this person's doing this. But at the end of the day, if you're not, you know, a part of the um, solution, then you are definitely the problem. Uh-huh. So if you 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 sit in the back complaining, but you have you're not doing anything to even attempt to push um, a positive narrative, then my opinion you should be quiet. Right. For sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. That. But you know, negative people got to yeah. talk. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> positive. Negativity spreads so fast. Yeah, that. I agree. But negativity spreads yeah. faster. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's true. So. It's, but it's always great to talk to you, um, ladies and For sure. Gentlemen. Appreciate your input. Appreciate your input. Absolutely. All right, thank you, Jay. Have a good day. Appreciate it. All right, appreciate it. Yeah, Kings. but every, I would say, well, people more, I want more people to realize, like, it's really all mental. Like, I was going off, I know I always bring my students up, but we just had a district test. And a lot of them, you know, be telling themselves over and over again, like, Yo, I can't do this. I'm not good at reading. I'm not good at math. I'm not this. I'm not that. Like, because you've been constantly telling yourself that. So, and going into right. adulthood, like, people constantly tell them things. Oh, like, I'm not, you know, try to talk themselves out of things. So, that's another thing we need to be looking at. We need to be looking at how, what, what mental practices we're, um, we're going through every day. Right. Um, I like that. You know I like that. That little tip. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's really what it comes down to. Um, yeah, shit. And then at the same Amen. time, yeah, I'm. But I, I just feel like with, it's a lot of roadblocks too. Like 
but we have to, um, once again, I think that's all mental as well, but for people who um, are looking for financial uh, resources, I think that may be a hindrance there. That's what I'm wondering, like, are they providing certain resources to certain groups of people? Because I'm just, I'm just, uh, I don't understand <laughs> going back to the Asian supermarket, I mean, supermarket, the beauty supplies. How? How, Sway? No Asian in there is copping Shea Moisture Products, Cantu, none of that. Shea Moisture Products right. just sold, sold the Dove. I heard that. I heard, I've heard they sold the yeah. I didn't know it was Dove. Yeah, that's what I'm like. That's what I keep talking about. That's the so bullshit. why is it? Is it the money? Because I, I mean, I don't know what it's like to make no, millions. No, so, black, a lot of black people are lazy. Huh? They're lazy. No, but let's think about they don't, this. They though. don't want it. They don't want it. Her shit in all kinds of stores. Why would you sell it? But Dove have the Dove been around since 1904. Like they probably threw that I'm that dollar sure. amount at it. But that's what I'm saying. I don't know what that's like to somebody say, hey, we will give you $550 million for Shea Moisture. And you maybe, 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 maybe bringing in only 2.5, but they about to give you $500 million. I don't know. I don't know what that's, I don't know what that number is like. Because anyway, get my raw Shea Butter. Oh, well, I'm talking about like hair products. No, nah, but, the, but, the, but, the but the Shea Moisture Company is an African, uh, African-American owned company. Yeah, it was. Uh, but yeah. they're 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 selling and they're in the process of selling to Dove. So I wonder what does that mean? Does that mean that the Dove is now going to produce their hair products? I'm sure. Clearly. Or I'm does sure. Dove get a profit of? Yeah, I'm, yeah. See, now I gotta find. And I use. I really like Shea yeah, stuff, but now I gotta find somebody else. Uh, you definitely do. We're looking for the next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It is. Cause we we use it in our girls' hair, you know. And I'm saying, I mean, it's a good product. Yeah. I just hate that they had to bow down like that. Like what the fuck, I'm not bowing so, down, man. So, so honey B, I don't, I don't I don't think I heard your answer. Like, what would what would be your answer to as far as like what do what do we gotta do as far to build up black businesses for them to flourish and to stay afloat? I just really think it's all mental. I think everything is mental. That's what it comes down to. Because people, and even myself, sometimes I talk myself out of things, and I just I have to uh, proclaim that like I'm not like you. You really can do whatever you put your mind to. Like, and if you look in these movies, they put this shit in movies, little subtle little uh, messages, like in the cartoons. Like, are we pulling up? Like, fear not. You could do. You know what I'm saying? Like they. They they say these things in the movie and I, they don't say it for like there's no reason. So I really think it's uh, the mental capacity of people. Um, you know your thoughts. What are you thinking about before you go to sleep? Are you thinking about millions of dollars that this business that you're about to um, you know start up? Or are you talking oh, sure. yourself out of it? Like uh, uh-huh. yeah or nah? You know uh, I don't know if I'm be able to get along because my credit fucked up. And I think we just don't need to worry about the how. We just need to look at the end goal. Like what is it that we want to accomplish? But at the same time, I'm right. going to bring this up. I was thinking about this earlier today. Um, I think the business definitely has to be a passion, though, because doing things for money, I don't, I don't feel like, I feel like it's really a race. It's really like a challenge. It's really like you just doing what? it for the money. 
any business you set up, I think it's have to be something that you, I think it, for it to be like successful, I think it has to be something that you're passionate about. That's what I think. Yeah. You should have yeah, definitely got to be bigger about. than money. Yeah. It got to be, yeah, exactly. It got to be bigger than money. I don't, I don't necessarily right. think you have to be passionate about the business, but you can be passionate about like, yo, I need to build the legacy for my kids and their kids and all that. You know what I mean? So you do what you got to do or whatever. You probably, you probably hate selling detergent, but if it's working and it's going, it's going to continue to, to grow for your, your, um, the future, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it got to be bigger than the money. You got to be doing it for a whole different reason. Be doing it for your people. At the end of the day, it's like, I think if you're just doing it for the money, then that's just a selfish reason. Well, no, and I'm that, not talking about that. I'm, your... talking to, I'm talking about, so. Well, I'm not doing something it. I'm... Something that you, like, you created, but, like, something that you are part of the creative process. For example, right. no, um, I can understand. my yeah. end goal, like, my end goal could be, I want to have my own music production company. That's right. not that should be no surprise to anybody. I've been in music since forever. You know what I'm saying? So obviously right. that drive that I've had in music, you know what I'm saying? Like that. I may not have known what to do with it and then it, people have epiphanies. But that's what I'm talking about, like that type of passion. Yo, you know what's funny understand. about what you just said? You right. really have been in music since I known you. Like you you, you <laughs> put my first ringtone on my motherfucking I nine thirty. <laughs> Why does everybody remember me by these ringtones? That's so funny. No, it's yeah. crazy because you were like DJing and you didn't even know it. <laughs> right, and I don't even know how I figured out how to do that. I th- I did somebody tell me how? I don't know. You're the only one that knew how to do it. <laughs> yeah, and I would cut. Remember, You're I would the cut the song. Only one that knew how to do it. I'd be like, "What yeah. part of the song you want?" Oh, okay, you want the part no, where they feel like I had a ringtone for every person that called me. Yeah. Like I had, uh, I had niggas from Harlem calling me, and they ring tone be Harlem, Harlem, right? Yeah, your your yeah. ring was for the love of my neck. Yeah. Right, exactly. So that's that all that shit back in the day. But you, but you always got to do like. Hey, didn't I give you ring tone? I gave you a ring tone. Yeah, you did a ring tone for me before. Yeah, I used I to gave go you to two people. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jay, I was in two people. Jay would have two people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he, Jack. That that that's the investor right there. <laughs> right, si- silent investor. Now that that is what I'm down for. I'm definitely down for some silent investing, where so I don't have to create. Like you approach me, like this is what I'm passionate about. I want to start my own farm. Boom. I got I got ten thousand. Let's on get it. it. Right. That's those convers- right. the conversations we need to be having. Because I feel like that's what, Jay, going back to your question, that's one of the things that takes us to see. We've got to work as a team. And it, it can't be no dolo dolo. Did y'all ever exactly. see this? Nah. Did you ever see this movie? It, it was this hood movie that was out. I don't know how I've seen it. I was at somebody's house. It was where Ray J was in it. He was like star in the movie. It was called Envy. I never saw that. Not, never I, saw I, it. I, I don't think I saw that. Okay. But it was just like the perfect example of somebody trying to get to the top. Crabs bring you down. But if you think logically, yeah, like if I get to the top. The American community, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I think maybe it's the, is it the greed? I don't, I don't know what it is. Is it because, is, I don't know. It's, it's, like my it's whole thing fact. is, African Americans are copycats, huh? Like, no. I don't know how many fucking clothing lines 
that's going to be on my fucking Instagram page. <laughs> I don't follow clothes lines like that. Why don't, why don't, I don't understand why, like you just said, like, why don't y'all fucking come together and make one powerful clothing line instead of everybody right. trying to make one clothing line? Y'all making the same shit with just different names on it. And it's, it's just, who's coming out with the best name now? You know what I mean? Like, if you come out with a hot name, all right, boom, I'm wearing you for the year 2016, boom, then I'm going to wear this one for the year 2017, like, it's just too many clothing lines coming out, and I feel like if you if you just scope out, stop being greedy, and say we can we can do this together, and it don't have to be all of you, just three of you come together and just make a powerful clothing company. More brains is better than one. That's what I always looked at it. Always. Team, always. Teams win championships. People that got one player on their team, they don't win. Teams win. So. But I'm wondering. That's so all I'm saying. I'm, um, I'm currently reading uh, Nike's CEO, um, the creator of Nike, Phil Knight. I'm reading his book. I think I told you guys that. I just, I'm in the beginning stages. But I'm just wondering, like, what makes these certain brands blow up like they do? Not a Flourish case. like that. Top, yeah, Tommy Hilfiger's coming Under, back. Under Armour, um, Under Armour they, is, a, is a good question, too, like, Right, Dan, um, Nike. And now I, I will tell you that he, the creator of Nike, he got started because he was um, he was always into sports and he was a runner, and he thought he was going to be a, like a famous athlete uh, for track and field. Come to find out, he didn't end up making it, but he know he wanted to be involved in the process. That had something to have to do with athletes. Mm. Um, yeah, so. What he did, he he went to Stanford, graduated, and his dad gave him some money to go travel to ho- around the world. And I'm at the part where he stops in Hawaii, and they don't end up they end up staying in Hawaii for like a while. So mm. yeah, so I'm just wondering like what is it going to take to get to that level? Like Fubu, that was for us by us, came and went. Right. Um, that shit was ugly though. I like come out with some cool shit. Cool G, what about Cool G? I'm not about to wear a sweatshirt with Fat Albert. Like, come on, man. <laughs> they had some. They had the Fubu out. This the Fubu on it. Like, yeah. And that's the thing about black clothing lines. Like, even in the Essence magazine, some of them I be looking like, why can't I make some like fly, casual, cool shit? Why I gotta be like, you know, why can't we make some dope basics? Uh, why does it have to be African American written all over it? Why can't it just be like yeah, some regular Eddie Bauer type shit? Like you know what I'm saying? The jeans, the jeans, like you know, I don't want studs and you know, airbrush and. You remember? You remember Black Label? Remember Black Label came out when we when we was when we was yes. ripping and running. Yeah. That was a hot ass clothing line, and that was by some some African American. Oh yeah, yeah. Jay, you remember that? Black Label. Black Label. Nah, I don't remember that. Huh? You don't know, remember Black Label? It was only out for a hot second. I, I mean, it was like, like a real it was, hot it was second. The, it was in that. It was right after the era of academics and all that. It, it, it was yeah. really, really, really popping. I remember no, Mina no, no, no black label on. I remember Mina been doing a parking lot. He was selling out his trunk. He had the black label T-shirts for the low. I was like, "Yep, let me get that." Yeah, everybody. Yeah, the muddies was like a buck. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to see if we can yeah, find some. Definitely a, my whole thing is the reason why it comes and it goes is because it has no, uh, it's not timeless. See, when you when you create timeless pieces, that's when you create Right. Well, exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like nobody's not gonna. I mean, like I'm 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 in my 30s now. I don't want to wear no fucking jacket with no skulls and shit all on the back of it. You feel me? Like I'm not, exactly. I'm not gonna wear no jeans with no with no with no roses all on the pot and shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like I'm past that. Also, now, I really need- I really did like academic clothing. That was probably one of the best clothing lines that that we were a part of. I I I I I recently researched it. Uh, African Americans didn't even own it. DJ Clue was just a a face, sort of like mm-hmm. he's the fa- yeah, the face. Dre. Mm-hmm. He was just the face. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But a lot so, of a lot of things. Rockerwear, a lot rockerwear of things was nice for a minute. Yeah, I have some rockerwear stuff. I mean, a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of things. Um, Bussing with. In fashion, in fashion, a lot of African Americans, even Sean John. Diddy didn't own Sean John. He was the face. Even the Rockefeller thing, they didn't really own that. They was the face. That's mm, why eventually. Right. That's why. That's why eventually they 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 end up selling it later on. Like Rocco Rockaway is still selling, but you don't see Jay and Dame a part of it because they never really owned it. Uh, you know what I mean? Sean John, Diddy would never really own it. That's what I'm saying. Face. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Why don't we own anything, man? That's why also, we don't we need, own these also, things. Everybody want to be the motherfucking face. Also, I, I want you all to think about this. What do we do when we do get that revenue coming in? What did black label do? What did academics do? Did they reinvest it? Because the well, owner academics of Amazon... Won, academics weren't owned by African Americans. Well, I mean, all the ones that were. The owner of Amazon, he invested every single penny that he got revenue back into the company. Like, I think that's another issue with um, our community that we are problem with saving and investing our money. We want to spend, spend, spend. Right. And I'm not going to act like I'm not guilty because I do. Um, but I'm getting better. <laughs> I got money going to my stash but don't think you don't, don't think we're the only ones out here spending, though. We're not. No, we're not. We're not going to mall. The they, all in, they all in there spending. Every race is in there spending. <laughs> but, we're, but they're making a lot more especially those Asians are making a lot more money than we are. Let's just be clear. I, mean, so I don't know. We, we, I think we got some work to do, but also I think we are like, like King said earlier, we are progressing. We are becoming more aware. Um, you know, slow motion. I think it could be much faster. If people just cut, you know, I think if people just, people just cut out cable in their life, I think we can get a lot further in life. <laughs> Right. I mean, we need and we need to highlight these. We need to highlight as many businesses, black businesses that's out there, black companies that's out there, pushing products. We just need to highlight For it more. Because sure. so, some people just some people just let me know some good black clothing lines, man. Some good black yeah. clothing lines. They got time. I'm, I'm on. I mean, I'm I don't, I don't want black no shit written all over my shit. Yeah, I'm on WeBuyBlack.com right now, and I'm not really seeing. I'm looking to see if I can get a winter coat, like a a nice winter coat off of here. I'm not seeing anything I like. However, I am about to buy these no. uh, toothbrushes. <laughs> I'm still searching. I'm still searching. But I am about to buy these toothbrushes from um, Coral. Coral B. Uh, oh, yeah. I need to get down with that, too. Yeah. So if you go on the website, guys, on your desktop, webuyblack.com, it really looks like a whole um, store. They got it off by section. It's pretty dope. 
So, uh, okay. yeah, check that out. Because I'm about to get on there and purchase some things. Go back to the community. So, yeah, um, that'll be right. our time, people. That is our time. Yeah, hey, that's the time. And make sure that you are participating in the hump day today. Uh, it's very cold here in Houston, for, below 40 degrees. Um, so it's about that time to cuddle, snuggle up, get that uh, mm-hmm. heart rate going. <laughs> deep, deep breathing going. You know, endorphins released. Wow. <laughs> no, I need it in my life. <laughs> right, exactly. Any last words, brothers? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay warm and be peaceful. You know what I'm saying? Blow some bugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, peace. Uh, we got some interesting topics coming up for the rest of the year, so make sure you tune in. And we have some guests coming up. So, uh, yeah, tell a child, friend, tell a friend. We'll check it out next week, every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Educated Ignorance. I want